Alright, content crisis. I'm Tyler, and today we don't have Dakota. We have... Yours truly, Charles. Charles. Charles is a good friend of ours, of course. Tall, um, dark, and handsome. Tall, dark, and handsome. Uh, Dakota was murdered today. And we decided we gotta... The show must go on in his honor. Cause fuck him. Cause fuck him. <laughs> um, now... Uh, Dakota had a month to watch Reservoir Dogs and he didn't do it. So fuck him. He was not murdered, but he should be. Um, Charles, this is Charles. Um, what are you into? You want you want to talk about the content you're into? Everybody kind of knows a little bit about myself and Dakota. Mm, as far as content. Yeah. I don't really have anything off the top. Of well, my head. sure, you're an anime guy. You... Yeah, I like cars. Cars, anime. Anime is cool. Reading shit, reading yeah, yeah just kind of learning in general. Yeah, you know, just whatever curious, whatever pops in my mind, I'm and I'm curious about it. I'll look into it. And you do a bit of gaming. Yes, a little bit. You're a dual console owner. Yes, Xbox yeah. One and PlayStation Four. Uh huh. And I'm probably gonna get both of the new ones too. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole yeah. Yeah. Probably when the prices drop a little bit, right? Because the. Mm. They're no. like near a fucking thousand dollars right now. Well, well, people are like over, right? scalpers. Like everybody that bought them, like when they first bought them, people would buy like a bunch of them and then they would sell them for like twice as much as they're worth. Like I'm cool with paying like the five hundred and some change for it. Yeah. But, like I'm not gonna pay eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars for a fucking video game console. No, me like, either. I could do so much to my car with a twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, that's like a new turbo setup injectors all that bullshit right um yeah so despite dakota's best efforts we are uh, finally doing the reservoir dogs podcast i've been saying it on here that we're going to do that uh forever and now here we are and if we're lucky uh you know charles will start joining us when we uh do podcasts and someone may have actually watched the movie i have you know so, uh, uh, just like today, Charles uh, watched Reservoir Dogs. So, um, yeah, first thoughts. What were you, what, would you, what did you uh, think about the movie? So, I don't dislike it. Okay. It's definitely not going to be like a go-to. That's a certain take. Okay, so it's not, it's not like my go-to. So, the thing is with Quentin Tarantino films, because I've seen a couple of them now at this point. Yeah. Uh, I do like how they start off most of the time, like, in the middle of, like, all the bullshit and then it recaps everything, yeah. but it's, like, out of order. So you kind of have to, like, pay attention so you can, like, correct the flow of events in your head. Right. And then you'll kind of understand what the beginning of the movie was about. Right. Or whatever, where how it got to that. Yeah. So I do like that. Yeah. It's definitely different because everything else is just kind of, like, they all start out kind of the same, where it's, like, you kind of either, like, they give you, like, a full backstory or they give you, so like... So there was this little, guy. Yeah, like, a little bit of this. this girl. And, yeah. Yeah, so I, I do like it. Yeah. No, I... It's... The way he does his films most of the time is, like, my favorite way that... Um, just my favorite way to have a story be told to me. I like the out of order. I like... I feel like it keeps you engaged. I'm, I'm more likely to not pay attention to a movie that's told in order. Um, and like you know, predictable at mm. a typical order, yeah. and um, just simply uh, the fact that like t- typically typically Tarantino movies do not 
and they all lived happily ever after. Because, yep. like, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, yep. but, like, that's just not life, man. I like how the endings you are, know? like, slightly, like, yeah. disappointing for most people because they're, like, expecting a certain ending, and then it's, like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not what you're going to fucking get. And they're all dead. Yeah. Everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> End of story. Everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, uh, let's see here. I to- And here's the thing. We've been a little all over the place in the past podcasts on, like, you know, because I've just gone through my notes, and then I've I been, like... my notes... Dakota went through his note. Well, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about it. talking about the content crisis stuff when oh. Dakota and I've been reviewing stuff because oh, like man. I didn't write out like a plot order, mm. and so then I was kind of doing notes Real and then brain. yeah. So like I listened to the manifest one the other day and it was just like wow. If, if people didn't watch this, then they have like no fucking idea what's going on, and it's just a lot of me cussing oh. about the characters. So well, we're very off topic in person. You're right. Regardless yeah. of the situation at hand. True. So. Uh, so. Oh, shit. I'm on the wrong page of notes, too. Well, that wasn't going to help anything either. So. Uh, first things. The diner scene. Um, what, what did you think of the. Um, the like, Quentin Tarantino's Like a Virgin Theory? Uh, Do you remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was yeah. about. Um, what the fuck's her name? Madonna. Madonna and like the like a virgin or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, song. I, it was it was. They're so, arguing about what it's about. Yeah, it was really silly. I guess everybody's gonna interpret that specific like song or whatever differently. Right. So to review it, open the diner scene. Um, that's the opening of the movie. They're all sitting there talking, and they're talking about and Quentin Tarantino's character, Mr. Brown. Um, he's got this whole theory about. Uh, what like a virgin's really about, and <laughs> it's a little, a little graphic. But basically, what he says is, you know, uh, this girl's a whore, <laughs> and that she's fucking everybody, and then uh, some dude comes along and he's got this real big ding-a-ling, and uh, she's feeling pain like a virgin, uh, kind of, you know, in a nutshell. I'm not going to read the whole thing line for line. Um, and then I watched the version with the pop-up facts. Yeah. And so it said that uh, after Madonna saw the movie, she sent Tarantino a copy of the album and clarified that the song was about love. <laughs> after, Interesting. After hearing his theory on, on that, I guess she uh, didn't like her good name being tarnished. That's fair. Uh isn't she a cougar, though? Uh, yeah, I don't know a lot about Madonna's personal life. I know a lot of those videos were a bit scandalous, right? So that's I, about I all I remember. I couldn't tell you. My favorite, I, I don't know. I, I haven't watched the actual videos, but I have watched the Weird Al when he makes fun of different songs. And, you know, he did Like a Virgin. He's in a, ho- in a hospital doing Like a Surgeon. <laughs> but then he's, like, you know, dancing on the table and shit. So it's kind of funny. Fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of Steve Buscemi's, uh, Mr. Pink, sorry, Yeah, I didn't, I his didn't tip philosophy? Uh, I guess everybody's he entitled He doesn't their... believe in tipping. So everybody's entitled to their opinion. I get why he would say that, uh-huh. because there are other places, like, other countries that are like that. So, like, Japan, for instance, like, they don't do a tipping system because they believe that you should be getting the best service 
all the time. Sure. And that's just kind of expected. So they don't do tipping over there. Right. But, like, over here it's different. Now, do they build it into the bill, though? Because I know some restaurants here are I don't starting know. to do that. I don't know because <clears throat> over there, their economy is different than ours. So, sure. like, their cost of living is different than ours. So I don't know if they pay their people, like, more or not. Right. Maybe they just pay the waiters, like, normal wages instead of they might just pay them. yeah they might just pay them like a tips. normal wage basically so that way they don't have to deal with that kind of stuff but i just don't know yeah. if that's ever been a part of their system right yeah world's smallest violin playing for the waitresses that's a quote in there <laughs> yeah he was mad disrespectful about it though yeah <laughs> no he's he a was, dick i he think he's way disrespectful i think and like you know like i've known people like that i mean Dude, like, my grandmother is, like, uh, or I don't know, my mom always said, I've never witnessed this, so, just disclaimer, not that my grandmother's gonna be listening to a podcast, but, <laughs> my mom Nobody always, else. yeah, I know, my mom always says that, like, my grandma would, like, get a calculator out and, like, you know, calculate it and, like, to the penny, like, leave that tip of, like, like, 15%, like, yeah. really, oh, anyway. Um, where are we? So we go from the diner scene to, um, Mr. Orange and Mr. White in the car, bleeding. Mr. Yes. Orange has been shot. He's bleeding all over the back of the car. Yeah. And he's, like, crying, basically. Yeah. Mr. White, you know, he's like, you're gonna be okay. Say the goddamn words! Yeah. So that's pretty good. And then, okay, so that's kind of the start of, we don't know how we got here. Right. How do we get and here, just, you know? Yeah, you open like on this, like, scene. what the fuck? Um, so then they get they uh, arrive at the warehouse, which is supposed to be the rendezvous point. Everybody's late. Of course. No one's there yet. Um, so then, you know, he lays him down on the ramp, and combs his hair, comforts him. And uh, at, at what point... So, like, obviously I've watched it, like, probably upwards of 20 times. Yeah. So, like, I... Now I, I analyze everything as I watch it, which is why, like, I have, like, a lot of notes on it, because I've watched it so many times. Like, I bet my notes on, like, other things that I watch will not be so extensive, um, which will be a problem, because then you and Dakota will actually have to, <laughs> like, get some content going. But, uh... Uh, at what point did you start to suspect like maybe he's a cop like did, did you not like know it and then when he was like I'm a cop is that when you knew or like did you start because like, so, like he's saying fuck fuck jail man like he wants to go to the hospital did you suspect that at all at that point I know personally that. the first time I did not suspect it until he's like you know yeah, he's like no, I'm a I, cop I didn't expect no closer towards the end I kind of figured it out well when he says no, before the cop. Well, um, you talking about in the beginning, like when he's laying on the ramp. Right, right. I don't remember that part. I do remember him saying it at the end, but I, I kind of figured that out beforehand because they were all talking about. There has to be a rat. Yeah, there's like somebody leaked this information right. about it because they were like the cops were there, like a few seconds, like right, and they should have had like. And you started to suspect when they were talking that it was orange. I wouldn't have said it was orange off the top of my head, but I would definitely have started suspecting someone. 
Because I know when I was watching the first time, I thought blue because they're like, well, where's blue? Because it said Brown's dead. Yeah. They knew that. And then I was like, well, where's well, blue's gone because he's with the cops? Yeah. I thought it was, uh, at first I thought it was, uh, what's his name character? The dude that showed up was all like chill. like Oh, nice guy, Eddie? Or yeah. no, Mr. Blonde. I'm yeah, sorry, Mr. Yeah, Blonde. Mr. Blonde. I thought the was, guy that tortures first, the cop. Yeah, at first I thought it was him. Right. Because he was just like way too chill about the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I thought he might have been like a CI. Right, right. Because he was like way too chill and he just got out. And I was like, it would not surprise me if he was like, had a vendetta right. or something against like everybody else. You know what I mean? Because he went to jail. Mm-hmm. for x amount of years and then he didn't rat anybody out but he also got out and it kind of i don't know i feel like it sunk as like a like the movie takers I like know. i'm unfamiliar with that like ti and Idris elba paul walker chris brown michael ely sounds you've, fun you've seen takers they run they do like bank heist and stuff it's the okay. same kind of thing they do bank jobs but like ti's character is uh he gets out of prison and like everybody had like kind of moved on and like he never ratted anybody out but he was like had this he like had this low-key vendetta on them he was like yo y'all still owe me from the last job just right. like when y'all left me in that fucking fire escape bleeding because he had gotten shot and uh... left me behind. so that's kind of what came to mind because i had just watched takers like not too long before i seen gotcha reservoir dogs so i was like all right somebody might have a vendetta I might write down takers. It sounds fun. It's good. It. Um, yeah, well, and here's the thing. So, I ruled out Michael Matt or sorry, Mr. Blonde, um, because he, just that, that scene with uh, where he gets out of jail and he's talking to them and, yeah. you know, they like, it, I mean, the way they made it sound like he, got, he was taken care of when he was on the inside, they sent him stuff and all that kind of thing. And then, like, they were giving him... The, they were setting him up with the, you know, no-show job. Yeah. Where, like, he just gets paid. And, yeah, not even showing And, like, he even wanted to, like, keep working. So, like, I don't know. I ruled him out immediately. And also, funny thing about that, about Mr. Blonde, is, like, I thought the first time I saw this movie, I was like, oh, this guy's great. Like, he's, like, just kind of got this psycho vibe, like, real quiet shit, right? But, like... And nothing against Michael Madsen. Not that he's going to be listening to this. Like, I, don't, like, I don't know why I feel I have to like have a disclaimer every time. But, like, that's just him in every movie. Yeah. Like, his, like, in any movie you see him in, it's like, he kind of squints. And he talks a little lower. He's like, well, talk about this volume. Yes. And he's like, hey, you need somebody to do this you need somebody to squint no he definitely comes off as like he, I, I, I like the way he acts though because he's good at giving off that whole like he's a sketchy motherfucker vibe like, right <laughs> you know what i mean but but I also don't... like when you when he's the same fucking dude in every movie yeah you're like okay so are you really good at this one thing or can you just not act <laughs> well some people but some for some people like that's just kind of like their thing like that just seems to be the roles that they're cast for because like think about it like how many roles have you seen like Denzel Washington play like a funny person, you know what I mean? He's always, right. His roles are always more serious, right? But he's got some range, though. I don't know, like him and Training Day. I mean, he's both funny and serious. I mean, not that he's yes. like trying to be funny really in in Training Day, but like the you comments know. he makes are funny, right? For sure. 
Yeah. I, I think that the whole thing about the newspaper, like I read this shit, it entertains. It's all bullshit. Like yeah. I read it, it entertains me. He's, but it's just like it's kind of like it's kind of like that, I guess, for me. Like certain people always play like certain kind of roles. They're not like right super duper like wide ranged. Uh-huh. Like I don't I don't know who to like like Chris Evans for instance. Like he does he's got a pretty decent range of stuff. Like he's been in like some pretty funny shit. And then he does, like, the series stuff, like, with, like, the Marvel series. Yeah. So it's, like... That. And he's multiple heroes, so that... Right, and then you got, <laughs> uh, like, Robert Downey Jr. He's so, got a decent range. Yeah. Because no, he plays, he's... like, serious roles. He plays, like... He has, like, Sherlock Holmes. He plays, like, Iron Man. He was in uh, Tropic Thunder. Like, shit like that. But his range is decent. Yeah. Yeah, no, Robert Downey Jr. Have you seen a movie called Bustin' Zero? No. That's a really cool movie. And it's like... I don't know. I mean... He also plays the Zodiac fantastic. with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. About the Zodiac Killer. But, like, in that, like, he was, like, a newspaper, uh, like, editor or some shit like that. Like, he was, like, worked for, like, a newspaper place. You know, it's funny. He's, like, a news guy in this movie called Natural Born Killers. You ever seen Natural Born Killers? Oh, I feel like I... Is the cover for that movie, like, somebody wearing, like, red lens like glasses yeah it's like a uh you know what the cover is uh to your left to your left uh, like the other shelf and it'd be m and so it's on the second from the top right next to neighbors um natural born killers is a fantastic movie and fun facts about natural born killers is um yeah uh Quentin Tarantino wrote the story, but then Oliver Stone directed the movie. Oh. So, like, Tarantino didn't have any part in it. He gets the story credit. Um, I think that's a fantastic movie. Oliver Stone's another great director. Um, wow, we were we went really down a rabbit hole there. I don't know where we where we were. Oh, Michael Madsen. Yeah, his character was blonde. Well, and like when I think of actors with rant, like Woody Harrelson's fucking phenomenal. Like, okay, yeah, he's a really. What I'm good saying, actor. Michael Madsen's not somebody I think of. Michael Madsen, I'd almost put in the character of like with The Rock. Like, I don't think The Rock's a great actor. Like, The Rock is the same guy in every movie, and like in no movie are you ever watching, and you're like, oh, that's you know. Okay, now you such know and what? such. Like, I will say this. And I will in say no this. movie are you ever like, this is this guy. Like, I am right. So like. Because it's like always like a similar, right character, just yeah, different movies, and also he's just so big. I don't mean physically. I mean like he's just such a huge, like famous guy yeah. that like no matter what he's in, you're like, oh, it's The Rock, <laughs> you know. Well, I will say this though, since we're talking about like uh, Mr. Blonde's character, like his range, like that just as the actor alone. Mm-hmm. Will Smith is by hands, like, far by hands down, like, one of the best actors, like, on the planet. Because he has such a very unique range of what he plays. Yeah. It's not always the same. Like, he does really good in, like, every movie that he does. Yeah. And it's always, like, it's not the same. Like, it's not, every movie is not going to be the same. Right. With him. He does really well. Yeah. Uh. Woody Harrelson. He Woody Harrelson's does. phenomenal. And he he's about really to be good. Carnage 
in the new Venom movie. Good. And I I'm can't good. fucking wait. That's good because yeah. I love Woody Harrelson. He's like, the dude's funny as fuck. Period. Yeah. But like he's just a good actor. I, yeah, do I need like to make you watch Out of the Furnace because Out of the Furnace uh-huh. is fucking phenomenal. He's the piece of shit in that movie, and it's great. <laughs> he does a really good job at playing like really piece of shit characters. Yeah. Like like, like drunks and stuff. Like he does natural really born good job. killers. Yeah. He's a piece of shit murderer. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He does really good at uh, all that shit. Um, yeah. And Julia Lewis is with him in that, and she's really good. I'm trying to think of who else. Like, I feel like Denzel Washington gets cast for, like, kind of the same thing all the time. Right. But, uh, like... He is fantastic. He's a really he's good doing. actor. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say the same thing all the time, though, because he does have different, like, stuff out there. Like, if you've never seen, like, the Pelican Brief... Oh. Okay, so he's not, like, a, like, badass, like, yeah. killing people, like, in the Equalizer where he killed a dude with a fucking book. Like, he's right, not, right. he's not like that in this movie. He's, like, he works for, like, a newspaper, and he's, like on like he basically goes on the run with like i think it's julia roberts because she witnesses like a murder or some shit like that of somebody and she's like a witness to something and people are trying to kill her but like she's trying to get to him to like give him the information to like make this like a front page thing and they basically go on the run blah 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 but like it was really good like it was like it's an old one though like it's like young denzel like yeah early 90s probably to write that one down too. Yeah. Uh, now that we haven't been talking about Reservoir Dogs for the past ten minutes, yep. uh, <laughs> sidetracked once again. Uh, okay, so last note was you suspect he was a cop. I did not at first. No. Okay, and so, all right. So the warehouse that they're in. What did you say the movie was called? Pelican Briefing. The Pelican Brief. The Pelican Brief. Uh, the Pelican Brief. Anyhow, sorry. Um, won't be the first time we're off topic. Nope, won't be the last either. Um, or not the first time. Won't be. Yeah, I said that wrong. All right. Same thing. Anyway, uh, I said, what kind of warehouse are they in? Of course, I never, I never thought about it until I was taking notes. Yeah, it is a strange warehouse. Um, it's got like showers, and like the bathroom area. Yeah. So uh, what it is is. Um, it's like a... Fuck, I thought I put the note in here somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say that it tell you in the pop-up notes. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like a... Uh, what do you call that? The place where they process the dead bodies. Like a morgue? Yeah, yeah. Deal? Yeah. I wouldn't say coroner's office, but... A coroner's office or a morgue is what comes to mind. Yeah, whatever those are called. Where they process the bodies and that kind of shit. Um, because they had all the stuff in the back. The, and then the, the bins where, they're, where Mr. Pink and uh, Mr. White are talking when they, like, you know, they calm down and, mm-hmm. you know, they're talking about the heist. Uh, there's all those coffins in the background, too. Yes, there's coffins, which is also ironic that they're in a place like that. That processes dead bodies. Yeah, because, it kind of foreshadows like death. Because like, and then they all die. Every single. Every one single one of them dies, except Mr. Pink, who escapes the diamonds. However, I feel like you kind of hear gunshots when he leaves, so it's like, did he get away or did somebody get got? Did he get got? And then a lot of people say that what's in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction is the diamonds from Reservoir Dogs, because uh, a thing I guess. Of course, I read this on the internet, so I don't know if Quentin Tarantino actually 
like supports this theory, but like apparently like he in, in a perfect world like all his characters exist in the same universe of yeah. all his movies. So like True Romance, a movie that he sold the script to, like he didn't direct it or anything. Um, the main girl in it is named Alabama. Um, and then if you remember Mr. White talking to Joe, um, before, you know, when they preempt the job, right. Mr. White talking to him and he said, uh, like, Oh, well, I'm, you know, having to work, that girl you're working with, uh, Alabama. And so, you know, and true romance right. technically happened before that movie. So like, it's, you know, so that, that'd be an interesting, uh, and like in theory, like Vincent Vega dude from, uh, um, or, or yeah yeah Vincent from Pulp Fiction Vincent Vega yeah. um, Mr. Blonde is Vic Vega like they're related. so like that they would be brothers and yeah so just an interesting little thing there but uh, yeah oh and then in the back where they're talking yeah sorry there's an orange container, pink container, and a white container. Mr. Pink and Mr. White are talking right there in that room. Mr. Orange is out there bleeding to death on the fucking ramp. Yeah, I feel like I didn't pay attention to like that little bit of detail. Well, I only background. saw it because of the pop-up thing. So. Oh, see, see, usually I like try to pay attention to like what's going on in the background, too. Yeah. But I was so focused on trying to make sure I absorbed everything that was going on because of how this movie starts. Right. Like, it's just... Like starts out like the diner and then it just dives right into the shit. Right. And I was like, all right, so I really got to pay attention so I can make sure I can like put the timeline together uh-huh. in my head so that way when the end comes, I'm not just dumb confused. So. Right. And then I, this is a small thing, but like, like the way he like empties his pockets looking for the comb when he sits down, Mister Orange. Yeah. And then like you see the box is laying there. Like I had to go back and watch this because I was like. Why does he reach in his pocket for his cigarettes, and then he exits the room, but he had left the cigarettes sitting on the ramp beside Orange. Right. So then when he offered him a cigarette, he reaches in his pocket, he walks out, and he walks back in real quick. And then they get the cigarettes. And then, he he's like doing the unnecessary, oh, yeah, the unnecessary snap to light. It's like, just fucking light it! It's like, buddy, it's not, this, yeah. is, this is not the fucking... 80s yeah. where you gotta like flex for like, girls with the zippo like and there's no girls around you light it none it's the uh, sausage fest in there and then I thought it was funny cause like he lights Mr. Ping's and then he's like about to light his and then he's like nah and then he's just holding it talking which I thought was goofy it happens I'm not gonna lie to you as a smoker yeah. it happens yeah because you'll get like I can go to light a cigarette and if you say something to me that catches me off guard or something that's like relevant to a story or whatever we're talking about at the time my brain will switch from hey light this cigarette and hit it to like hey respond to this and then light the cigarette later right because then he waits until after he does his hair and everything yeah so to even light his cigarette yeah. up no it, it happens it's it's yeah. it, i don't know why but it's yeah shitty short term interesting Man, I hope this isn't boring, because I just love this movie. So, like, I hope people are interested in this, like, as much as I am, because I'm just, like, obsessing over this movie. I've seen it 20-plus times. I just love it. Um, anyhow. Uh, yeah, the medical facility, blah, blah, blah. Caskets in the background, ironic, since everyone dies in the end. Um... Oh, yeah, I did say it must... It, 
it was a morgue. Oh yeah. Then I wrote Blonde's a, truly a psycho. Torture scene's really rough. Cutting off his ear. Yeah. And then he throws gasoline on him. That had to fucking burn. Oh yeah, I can imagine. On like an open, any open wound, any kind of like fuel additive or like uh, anything that's like high and like I want to say like an alcohol content. So like yeah. brake cleaner. Like you can clean your hands with brake cleaner even though it's like flammable shit. Right. <laughs> but if you have any kind of cuts on your hand, it burns. Like right. worse. I would rather pour straight vodka on my hand with open cuts yeah. than use that have brake cleaner on my hands and find out I have a cut. Right? Yeah, it's the goddamn worst. Let's update the plot here. Uh, so like I said, the intro of the diner scene. Open up to Orange bleeding in the car. Mr. White driving. You're gonna be okay! Yelling at him. Go in the warehouse. Comfort zone. Mr. Pink walks in. Was that a setup or what? Uh, oh, Pink. I guess we forgot. Pink tells his version of what happens. You know, he ran out, shot some cops, ran away in that car. I did read one of the pop-up facts that... Um, that scene they were shooting, I guess they didn't have... Permits? Per, yeah, permits for yeah. that. So then, if the light wasn't green... Yeah. When he, like, got in the car and the shooting happened, like, he wasn't allowed to go. Right. So, like, like he lucked out, I guess, that the light was green and he got to take right. off. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's kind of a cool thing. Another cool thing about... Like, this movie only took 30 days to shoot. That was another one of the pop-up like facts. That's, like, a really, really fast time to get like an it entire was a, movie done. Yeah, like, it was a low-budget... Ooh, almost knocked my water over. Like, really low-budget thing, but it's, like, such an awesome movie. I feel like a cut, like most of his... Well, not most. I would just say from the few that I've seen. Because I've seen... One, two, three okay. of his movies. So, I've seen Pulp Fiction. I've now seen Reservoir Dogs. And then... Uh, Devil's Rejects, and then I've seen... Oh, that's Rob Zombie. Oh, that's Rob Zombie? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Disregard that. I've seen uh, Four Rooms. Oh, so he wrote that. He didn't technically direct it, so it's not technically the a official Quentin Tarantino. Where he's, did you see fucking Four Rooms, dude? That, that he, movie is so hard to find. He's, if he you want to, to buy... Was, uh, yeah, he wrote it. it was, I... I I saw it when I was, I was still working at Tim Hortons back okay. in the day. You remember Bobby? Uh, yeah. Austin's yeah, yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. He recommended it to me. Okay, but where did you find it and watch it? I really want to say it was on Netflix you... at the time. Really? It was, it was like, this, this had to be like, I was probably like 18, 19. So here's the thing. So like. You know, I've obviously looked up, you know, like, because I like Quentin Tarantino a lot as a movie maker, and I just fucking, like, I'm trying to look up everything he's written and all that shit. So, um, you cannot find it to watch anywhere. Like, I mean, you have to rent it off of, um, you know, like, off of Amazon if you want to watch it or, like, buy it on right. Amazon. But if you want the DVD... Like, I mean, last time I checked, like, it was, it's, like, crazy. Like, you have to pay ridiculous amount, like, like, new video game prices for, like, a fucking movie. That doesn't surprise me. Um. Oh, well. Okay, something happened, because the Blu-ray is fifty three seventy eight. However, DVD from nine ninety eight. 
Or maybe I should just... I don't know. Anyway. I need to watch that at some point. You so, have you ever seen it? No. You've never seen it? I have not seen it. Dang. So, okay, so when's the first time you saw any Quentin Tarantino movie? Uh, the first film I would have watched was... And unknowingly, because I was only in, like, high school, I watched Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Yeah, so... You were exposed to him a little bit before I was, by like. Yeah, I think I was like years. a freshman or whatever. What I mean, let's see. Bastards came out in like '08, and I watched it like on Netflix. I think when I was uh, when I was a freshman or sophomore, something like that. Um, yeah. So. All right, moving on. We don't need to talk about four rooms. Well, it was good. It was good. I actually did enjoy it. I'm surprised that you haven't seen it because... Well, because typically when I'm looking to watch something, I go, okay, does it cost me money? You know, if it's a DVD thing, you know, like I'm at uh, Play It or something, and I'm looking at used DVD, like, oh, it costs money, but it's five bucks and I have it forever? Okay, you know. But then when it's like, rent this on Amazon it's like for six dollars <laughs> right yeah I'm cool and uh, I don't right. rent I don't rent plus it. I love owning physical like the physical movie you know I like it because then I don't have to like worry about going and like getting on Netflix and then getting taken off or something because Netflix right. has like they've done that with there was like several different times that I've gone on there to watch something very specific whether it be like a movie or like an anime or something and they've taken it down like there was one that was on there that i watched an anime from like i think it came out in like 2013 or something like that and i watched it on there and i was like okay cool so i watched the whole first season and then when they released the second one on there i was like all right cool but that was like five years later but like literally in the less than the last year they took it off (laughs) But they didn't announce that they were taking it off right. at all. Like, there was no, like, notifications about it. It was just gone. Yeah, they'll do that a lot where they, like, you click on something and then they're, like, coming, like, last day to watch or whatever. But, yeah. like, there's no, like, big, yeah. Because they did that to a movie that I wanted to watch recently. And I watched, like, half of it one night. And I was tired. And I ended up pausing it and going to sleep. Woke up, got home from work the next day, went to go finish watching it. And they took it off. I was like... Bitch, I was just watching this last night. Right. But then, lo and behold, I just got on Netflix last night, and the, the fucking movie's back. I was like, you guys are pieces of shit. Yeah, it kind of happened to uh, Bree's sister. She, like, rented Django. Because <laughs> Django was off of Netflix. Yeah. And well, then, like, a month later, after she had spent money and rented it, yeah, it's on Netflix. It goes yeah, back. She's, like, pissed. She was pissed. And she was like, oh, it's back on Netflix. Great. Yeah. It's, it's so shitty. And it's, like, because they take off, like, good stuff, though. Yeah. And they cycle in all this, like, shitty stuff. And it's, like, I remember when, at one point, when Netflix was just a bunch of fucking B-rated movies. Like, absolute yeah. trash movies. And yeah. you had, like, a couple, like, good ones on there. But now it's, like, I do like their content more. Because yeah, no, their original con- well, that's the thing is like everybody's starting their own apps. Yeah, and that's the crazy. They're like they're pulling like you know like Disney pulled all their shit because they're like, well, we have our own app now, so this is gonna be on our app. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You know, you don't get to make money on our content. I don't. I mean, you know? I don't blame them. I wish Netflix would do like a yearly subscription, like 
Disney Plus is. Right, I pay it, pay it up front. Yeah, because just I, like, pay I, it next year, yeah. I literally had, I paid for Disney Plus, like, last November, and I don't have to, I didn't yeah, have to do it again it. until And November. it's a discount because, you know, they yeah. give you the little discount because you're not paying monthly. We save yeah. money. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd pay the same way for Disney Plus, so. Um, so back to the plot. Um, warehouse, Pink walks in, blah, blah, blah. Pink and White talk about the heist. Pink and White fight. And, like, White's kicking him on the floor and shit. And <laughs> yeah. He's like, you little piece of shit. Dude, I fucking love Steve Buscemi in this movie. Like, I wish he would have got used actor, more. Yeah, I, I wish like, he would have got used more by Tarantino. I love... He's... So, you remember in Pulp Fiction when they go to Jackrabbit Slim's, uh, Vince and uh, Marcel's his wife? Yes. Um, so, I had... <clears throat> excuse me. I had no idea that he's... Buddy Holly, their waiter. Yeah. At Jackrabbit's... Like, just looking at him in that scene, like, I had no fucking idea. I've watched that movie, again, probably 20 plus times. So do you think that was his name, though, in Reservoir Dogs? Instead of you Mr. Think it was Buddy Holly. It, you think well, that that was his name that carried over since they all technically, like, theoretically exist in the same universe? Well, I guess you don't really know, is because everybody's playing, like, pop culture icons in that... Um, in that restaurant, you know, like Doors Day and all that kind of shit. So yeah. you never really found out the waiter's name, but like, yeah, it's Mr. Pink hiding out as a waiter at Jack Rabbit Slim's. Or they could have been before. Well, no, because you said the case, the briefcase. It would have been after. Theoretically, like the briefcase. Right. So is that where? Him. Yeah. So is you know is he maybe trying to like lay low somewhere, and that's kind of like a gig that he picked up to just kind of like yeah. Little does he know he's talking to the guy that, like, just killed some people over that case. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of funny. Let's think about it. yeah. Um, anyhow, uh, Pink and White are having a standoff with their guns. Blonde reveals himself. Um, then White and Blonde almost fight. Um, this is a great time to bring up uh, our N-word count for this movie. Uh, the N-word has to be hard R's. Oh, yeah. uh, because Jackie Brown had zero hard R's. There was uh, some light A's, but no hard R's. Uh, five on the N-word count in this movie. So it was funny because, like, it didn't surprise me. Well, but yeah. I know, like, when we watched it and, <laughs> like, Brie was sitting on the couch and, like, Tasha was sitting on the couch and stuff. Yeah. Like, as soon as they said it, they were like, Oh damn! And like uh -huh. I, I thought that shit was funny. Like yeah. I thought that was. Funny. I love funny. people's reaction to it. It does nothing that not really surprises me though. Right. Like, yeah, a lot of this stuff. Well, and like here's like my wife can't seem to like detach herself from a movie. Like, like if it's happening, it's oh my god! It's like, hey, you know what else? It's fiction. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I understand, though, because, like... Like, she gets all nervous in certain yeah. movies, and I'm like... And she's like, oh, no, I can't watch, I can't watch! And I'm like, hey, good news, it's all fake. <laughs> I, I understand, I, I know what you mean, because it is, yes, it is fiction, and... But... Uh, I... There's been movies and shows that I have, like, emotionally attached myself to a character. Oh, sure. And then, like, that character will die or something. Like The Walking Dead. Right. When Glenn died, I was like, fuck this show. Like, I was so mad I was, because yeah, he was like, uh, yeah. he was my favorite character in that show. Like, yeah. Abraham was like a close second. 
but like well, when they killed them off said, at the same time, I was like, Are shit. You? he did. He was like, really that's funny. why I still stay shit. I still say shit balls to this day. He kind of reminded me of the uh, the old dude from Boondock Saints. <laughs> you don't know talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're in the bar and dudes like, why don't you make like a tree and fuck off or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that reminded me. He kind of reminded me of that, and I I thought it was funny to like watch on there. But yeah, it did piss me off like when they killed off those two people at the same goddamn yeah. time. I was like, well, because they come back and they're like, oh, it's just Abraham, and then like you know, Glenn acts a fool, then fuck. Yeah, I was like, or no, I'm sorry, Daryl acts a fool and Glenn got it right. Yep. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Daryl like punched Negan in the face or some shit, and then they killed Glenn, and I was like, buddy, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he's another one good actor fantastic he's a really good of course actor. walking dead's really like one of the only things i've seen him in really I mean, he's, what been else in like he of, he's been in a ton of other stuff that like you might not realize it but like if you go back now and like watch you'll be like ah that makes sense because like a lot i feel like a lot of actors have been in stuff that we don't realize and then if you go back and see shit like you'll notice that they're like... Right. Like, oh, I didn't realize that. Like, he was in Watchmen. Yeah, I don't think I watched Watchmen. You never saw Watchmen? I don't think so. Okay. Well, did you watch The Losers? No. Okay. Um, let's see. Did you watch the show Supernatural at all? No, my mom loves Supernatural, but I never... Okay. Well, he was in that. He was in Supernatural. He was in okay. Batman vs. Superman. Where? He played Thomas Wayne. It's been a while Wayne. since I watched he that. He played too. Thomas Wayne. Okay. Batman vs. Superman. Uh, let's see. Hey, you know what else? What? We're like way off topic. We've been trying to we do the plot review for like five minutes. Uh, or for like ten minutes, probably. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it doesn't, it's not very hard for us to yeah, no. get off. Talk. You and I especially, I feel like Dakota and I stay on top, but you and I just go oh, down a fucking hole, and it's like, we, yeah. we rabbit hole that shit, like, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Weeds, sorry. Oh, Didn't well, yes, I knew, yeah, I loved weeds, but see, here's the thing, his role was very, very limited in weeds. Okay, well, he was also. Because he was, he was, um, her husband that died. And so you see, like, a few scenes with him okay. where she's, like, having flashback or whatever, you know? Gotcha. Um, He's a Walker, Texas Ranger. So anyhow, uh, Blonde reveals himself. Blonde and White almost fight. Uh, he's like, I got a cop hostage. You know, he's, I got something to show you. <laughs> you fucking... Got a cop in the trunk. Then they're beating up, beating up the cop. Eddie shows up. Where are the fucking diamonds? Orange is fucking dead. We're, you know, get him a fucking doctor. You guys follow me. Blah, blah, blah. Blonde starts going crazy on that cop. Yes. Uh, Orange wakes up, shoots him. Then we kind of go into... Now, that was kind of when I might have... I, I suspected he might be... Right. The one that they were looking for. As uh-huh. far as, the, like, the narc of the group. Because I was like, what did he have to lose if... If that Blonde cop's killed dead, that random cop. cop's you know what I mean? Dead. Just like yeah. a random ass person that is not tied to their If you're heist. truly a criminal. Exactly. So the, the fact fuck that he like yeah. unloaded an entire magazine from his the pistol that he had. Right. 
like obviously like, it's this. fucked up what he's doing right. but like what do you care if you're just a common thief exactly but like because as a but as a cop like he's he's got like a duty like an oath to protect like innocent people like that cop would technically be an innocent bystander right so like when he shot blonde i was like huh yeah because i was like if it was just like a bunch of this group this ragtag ass group of people like they're like grown up version of the sandlot like robin <laughs> banks right so that's yeah. what i compare them to because it's like <coughs> they could they would none of them would give a fuck less about that guy yeah like i i would understand completely for killing the cop if i was involved in a bank heist and me and all the guys were rendezvousing somewhere because i'm like he's seen our face now he can yeah. identify us you know what i mean like yeah, this guy's gonna ends. have to die. You know what I mean? Anyway, like tying yeah. up loose ends would make sense because you have no leverage to keep him from ratting you guys out. Yeah. Or giving descriptions. Yeah. Especially given that he's a cop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean you'd literally have to leave the country. Yeah. Like if you could like if they were able to like leave literally like leave the United States in like less than twelve hours and right. fly to a different country. They could have left him there, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, so, that happens, and then I don't remember if they transition right into Orange's backstory of, like, him being a cop, because he tells Marvin Nash that he's a cop, that's the cop that they were torturing. Yeah. Um, he says he's a cop, and, you know, they're waiting on Joe, Joe to come in, and before the cops come, uh, then we kind of go into Orange's background. What do you think of the commode story? The whole deal. Like where he was. Uh, when he he tells that whole story about the bogus weed. You know, the made up story. Yeah. Because his cop. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. What, what is that the cop he's reporting to, I guess? Uh, I would say. He's in the diner. His either like his handler or control officer. Right. For like his undercover case. He gives him a story. He says, hey, look, undercover cops got me. Marlon fucking Brando. So you, you read this enough time, you got to make this your own. Yeah, I, I, so I like he's how telling the, him the story and I like how he did it though, where he was like, "Take this script, memorize this shit, make it believable." Like right. that was pretty good. I do like that. Uh, but the story itself, right, where he walks in, the German Shepherd's barking, and they're all yeah. The story like, itself, was buddy, like, I'm gonna blow you away. I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face. The story itself was a little bit. I don't think he said fuck me. I'm gonna yeah. shoot you in the face. <laughs> it was funny. Like you know something real serious though. Yeah. I'm not gonna just shoot you. I'm gonna shoot you in the I'm face. Shoot you in the face. Uh, I love that. I didn't mind it though. I, I did like how it gave his like backstory as a cop though. Right. Because like then you could like at that point he, yes you were like okay he's the fucking cop, but yeah. it's still ironic that he got shot because he's undercover. And the lady that he tried lady to rob. To the car. <laughs> yeah, he's robbing a lady as a cop, and she shoots him. And he's like, no, wait, I'm a fucking... Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like... I was like, buddy, first of all, you gave her way too much time to, like... Like, she was... She was on it, though. She was on she it. She was on it. She was like, okay, I know exactly... I have, I have tools for this. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to... I have tools for this. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm glad you used that. <laughs> that video is so funny. So, uh, James and Oh, yeah, you want more lemonade? Uh, I'll probably just drink a little bit of James right. for right now. That'll work. 
Um, so. You want a shot of Jameson? Uh, no, I'm Goddamn. Get you a fucking whiff of that. Yeah. I took a really big whiff. Like, I almost inhaled that whiff. And I was just like, oh, goddamn. Yeah, it's more than you're expecting. Um, Wish you could bring you to do some of that. Nah. Have her take a sip. She thought that fucking crown apple burned. <laughs> that shit right there would probably set her on fire. Yeah. Yeah, no, she... Yeah. Die. So, after... Okay, so where were we? Orange, Orange is telling a story. Oh, you're in an apartment. He, they call him down. Yeah. He's walking around. He's got the Fantastic Four posters and shit up. Mm. Thought that was fun. Was he... He, well, because then he says, because remember he describes Joe and he's like, he's like, you know, the Fantastic Four? Oh, yeah. And the he dude's like, the yeah, Flame On and all that shit? Yeah, he yeah, compares him to the thing. And he's <laughs> like, he's, he just like puts his arms like, thing. Motherfucker. It's the uh, thing. Oh, my God. I love Tim Roth. I think Tim Roth's another guy that's really good. Um, Now, he, on the other hand, I really want to say he was in a movie where he was kind of like a psychopath well probably um and also the hulk remember the newer ish hulk so there was one in like 04 and then there i think there was one in 08 where the ed norton hulk he's uh, the villain yeah yeah no, that, that's what i'm saying uh he turns himself into that big fuck uh, fuck what's that villain called that's gonna piss me off abomination yes like abomination oh he was in hateful eight Oh well, yeah, I know. Yeah, is that isn't that one a Tarantino film? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that so was on Netflix. So You've watched Hateful Eight? Yeah. A lot of people don't like Hateful Eight. I think it's a good movie. I did not mind it. My much. dad was like pissed at Hateful Eight. He said he went and saw it in the theater, and he was just pissed that the first like almost hour they were just in a stagecoach riding somewhere. And like my, he was so fuck. Like my dad was talking about, it, he was so fucking mad. Your dad is something else. He's a I know. Dude. Yeah, I know. Oh, he was also in Planet of the Apes. Oh, like okay. the more recent ones. The one that had Mark Wahlberg in it. See, I don't think I am. Early 2000s. Okay. 2001 is the one that I'm seeing right now. He played a character, one of the apes, in Planet of the Apes. So right. I, that's why I recognize his face. And obviously he's the, um, you know, the dude that tries to rob the diner in Pulp Fiction and all that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, I, I don't know, I like Tim Roth in that a lot. Um, he has a little moment in the mirror before he walks out and all that shit. So that's fun. Come back to reality. Um, he fabricates the because Eddie and everybody walks in. They see Blonde's dead by the door. Eddie wants to know what the fuck's going on. He says that you know Vic was gonna run with the or no, I'm sorry, Mr. Blonde's gonna run with all the diamonds, kill everybody. Yeah, see that. And was... Eddie gets pissed. And then that's when Joe walks in. Right, and he's like... Holy shit. You know Tim Roth, sorry. You know Tim Roth, uh, he played a movie called Gridlock? No, I don't know. Back in 90... It says 97, but I'm assuming it was filmed before 97 because it has Tupac in it. Ah, interesting. I didn't know that. Interesting, that yeah. down. And then, yep, Four Rooms. Four Rooms, 95. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But yeah, it was on there... For a second, I don't remember how long ago that was. Right. Um. So then Joe walks in, you know. Yeah. 
Why? It'll be fucking bullshit anyway. Joe's like, this guy's a fucking rat. He's the only one I want 100% on. Mr. White is loyal to this guy to a fault. Like, does like everybody's telling him he's a fucking rat. He's like, no. I don't believe him. Yeah. Um, and he fucking saves, you know, he helps him out. You know, the Mexican standoff, everybody shoots each other. Yeah. Pink runs off with the diamonds. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, oh, God. Oh, God. I was, yeah, I was, I felt bad for him at the end. Yeah. Uh, who was that, Pink? Mr. White. Or Mr. White. You felt bad for Mr. White. Cause yeah, because he orange was. Orange kept lying. Yeah, because you know, he had lied to him, like, Because Orange the tells time. him the truth, and then he's like, fuck. Yeah, yeah because he, he took such a liking to him as a yeah. person. And it was, like, it was sad to, like, watch the whole movie and see him, like, like consistently getting more and more attached to this person right and then to have that like ultimate betrayal like at the yeah. end and i was like man yeah i was like what a twist well and then like the other thing about it is like the cool thing with tarantino movies is that everybody's not like the quote hero not that there's any like real main character or you know quote hero in this movie right i guess you'd kind of consider tim roth the you know I don't know who you would consider the main character in this movie. I, Mr. White and Mr. Orange are the two characters that you know the most, I guess. Yeah, well, they have the most screen time. Right. Um, you know, your guys aren't, like, exactly morally sound that you're watching. Right? So, like, Pulp Fiction, like, is Butch a good guy? The guy that, you know, boxes, you know... I mean, sure, like, he's better than Marcellus Wallace, the, you know, kingpin gangster kind of guy. Right. Right? But, like, he also then lied to Marcellus Wallace. Like, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right. He lies to Marcellus yeah. Wallace, tells him he's going to take a dive, takes that money, goes places, bets all over town, and then he wins the fight anyway. You know, and he goes and collects all the money. Mm. You know, now he's fucking over somebody that is, you know, breaking yeah. the law all the time, not... Exactly, a morally good person. But does that make you morally good just because you're fucking over somebody that somebody that doesn't yeah. have good morals? You yeah, know, that's a slippery slope. So then you go, so you feel bad for Mr. White at the end because you know these guys are kind of the main characters, and that's who you've been watching the whole time. That's yeah. who you're attached to. But then you're like, well, this guy's kind of a criminal piece of shit anyway because he's uh, always stealing from people. You know, like his job is to rob people. So yes. So that's where, and that's why I like these movies so much because you just go, you play this game of like moral. Well, I think what makes it chase your tail, you know, what makes it easier for people to get attached to him and feel bad about him being betrayed is the fact that you see how compassionate he becomes uh -huh. to Orange throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like he like went like above and beyond to like try to like save him from dying after getting shot by that lady yeah and then like he like protected orange like to everybody else you know what i mean like he was yeah. like no he's not a fucking cop he's not you know this that or the other and like for him to like go and do all of that and then be betrayed you're like damn i kind of feel bad for him because you he shows a level of compassion throughout the movie towards him yeah and then he's betrayed and I think it causes you to overlook the fact that he is a criminal. Criminal, like, yeah. and he's a bank robber. Like, he's not just like this straight edge dude. Like, yeah. But it it's the it's the compassion and the 
um, level of affection that he kind of shows him throughout the whole movie that causes you to pe- look past that. Right. So, I mean, in the end, of the, at the end of the day, yes, he is a criminal. Yeah. But even criminals are human beings. Right. That's so a, that's, like that's, you're playing yeah. this game of like you know you chasing your ta- you chasing your own yeah. tail with it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, about the fact that they're in a, uh, <laughs> they were in a morgue, you know, for this whole movie or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Like, like, we, is it out of business or is it like a money laundering cover up place? Cause it's like, yeah, what kind of a morgue goes out of business? Like, oh, not enough people dying. Yeah. First like, of all. And, and when it, the movie takes place in California, doesn't it? Yeah. So it takes place in California. Let's I mean, be, most of this shit's like L.A. Cause yeah, so let's be yeah. real. Like, at the time of this movie, theoretically, yeah, and the time frame that you're, that I would get from it, L.A. at that point in time, mm-hmm. the fucking body count was through the roof. Let's well, just be not honest. to mention <laughs> enough people died in this movie to, you know, just start them back up again. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, there ain't no way that that fucking place went out of business. Not at that time period in L.A. That body count was high. Right. It wasn't like Ted Bundy high, but it was like, it was up there. Yeah. Uh, a couple other notes, now that we've gone through the plot and kind of went through all this shit. Um, uh, so the movie took three days to shoot. Uh, that is Michael Madsen's Cadillac. Yes, he I remember seeing that in the pop-up notes. That's his um, own car. That's his own car, and then the funny thing is they use the, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, they use his same oh. Cadillac. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that is his cat. Of course, there's... that's shit I read online, so like it might not be. Absolutely Jesus Christ, true. there's so many people in that movie that I recognize. Yeah, so many people just played like little parts, right? Yeah. So like, um, what's his fucking name? Um, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. The main character in uh, Kurt Russell, main character in Hateful Eight. Yeah. He's like that. Um, the the dude on set for. Um, who doesn't like Cliff? And what, or did you watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm-mm. Okay, well then never mind. I'm talking to the wall here. Uh, but that is Michael Madsen's Cadillac, and they use it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too, so that's pretty cool. Um, I wrote Tim Roth is awesome in this movie. Apparently I was just really high on him. Um, you know when they're in the car, uh, when Tim Roth does get called down, um, he's sitting in his apartment waiting for them yeah, and they yeah. call him down. Um, by the way, what'd you think about that Uga Chaka song? I don't, Uga Chaka, Uga, Uga. That doesn't surprise me. I, I was, I was more confused at the part of the fact that he's, they're in Los Angeles, California, and it's like summertime in this fucking and He's movie. wearing he's a wearing jacket. leather goddamn yeah. jacket. Well, I mean, for all we know, it could be fucking wintertime and they're just in LA and it's sunny looking, you know what I mean? I mean, they're all true. wearing That's jackets true. the whole movie. Yeah. And I, I, from what I've seen on those pop-up notes, everybody has, like, provided their own, like, fucking suits, too. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I don't understand how he did that shit. So, when they're in the car, um, and they're driving, and they're talking about, they're saying the lady looked like some lady from a movie, right? Yeah. And they're naming actresses' names. Well, then they, they mentioned Pam Greer. You know who Pam Greer is? Mm-hmm. She's the main character in Jackie Brown. Oh, well, I still haven't watched it yet. Right. No, I know. But that's that's that lady. Right. And so that's just kind of funny that then... I mean, Jackie Brown was in 97, so like four years later. Okay, yeah. Or I think, yeah, I think Reservoir Dogs was 93. 
I'd like to confirm that um, real quick. IMDB. Reservoir Dogs year. Yeah, okay, 92. So, yeah, and Jackie Brown's 97. So, five years later, they make it. Um, Jeez, neither of us were born when Reservoir Dogs came out. Yeah. Uh, not when Pulp Fiction came out either. Pulp Fiction. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, you're 94. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so you're two months old when hey. uh, Pulp Fiction comes out. What a time to be alive. <laughs> uh, and then we were both around when Jackie Brown came out. Um. But yeah, so that's kind of fun. Jackie Brown, who was then first Foxy Brown in 1974. That's available on Pluto TV with ads. Um, not a great... I mean, well, here's the thing. I mean, you see Pam Grier's boobs, so that's fun. She's very hot back in the day. I don't know who... I'd have to look at it. It's Jackie Brown. Um, so... Yeah, Foxy Brown's fun. I talk about that on the Jackie Brown podcast, so I won't bore everybody. Um, <laughs> and this will be kind of... I, Quentin Tarantino didn't really play any roles in Jackie Brown, so I didn't ask it on this one, but I feel like this could be a recurring question because he has little roles in a lot of his movies. Yeah. So how do we feel about Quentin Tarantino as an actor? Being Mr. Brown talking about... Uh, man, <laughs> Madonna's like a virgin and all that shit. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about him as an actor. Like, did he do a decent job in this movie? I don't think he did a bad job, no. Yeah. I, I kind of don't understand how his character really died, though, because it was, like, kind of confusing. I mean, it, like... Well, he was driving the car. Right. And the cops had shot him, and then he, like, crashes into the thing. Like, into like another car, because he's got blood dripping down into his eyes because he got shot. Yes, but where did he get hit? Like, they said he got shot in the head. Right. But I didn't really see, like, where. Because if he would have been I shot, think it was like, basically up, like... In his hairline, probably, because the blood's, like, dripping down into his eyes. I'd have to look at the scene again to see, like, exactly. Yeah. But, like, basically, he crashes in the car, and then he's like, ah, I can't fucking see. Like, he's, like, freaking out, and he's like, yeah, you got blood in your eyes, and then he just fucking dies. Yeah, see, that, that's that's what... Because they're running from the cops, and so, like, but, yeah, that's the thing I don't really get, because, like, how, do, how did that guy shot where he's got blood going into his eyes get away from the cops... To a point enough where they were, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I don't yeah, get because it I'm completely. Like, if he, if he was like shot in the head, like, and I'm just being real about this, right? Oh yeah, damn, she was fine as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, she fine as fuck. That's yeah, if you watch Foxy Brown, you see her boobs. I guess though, we have the internet and you can just look those up anyway. But probably. Um. Nah, I want if I if I so I'm like. I can die. Right. I can die happy. Anyhow, no. Uh, I just thought like yeah, no. You're during absolutely that scene, right. I was just like, okay, he got. So they said he got shot in the head, but then right. you're like, he's like still like, like the odds of getting shot in the head and surviving are like extremely low. Right. Like exponentially low, because there's so many different things that come into play with that. And if a cop shoots at you and hits you in the head. I can guarantee you 10 times out of 10, somebody's going to die. Right. Because it's like they don't use like a a light round. Right. You know what I mean? Like they use rounds that are designed to neutralize a yeah. threat. Like, no, I, yeah. So I was like, when I saw it, I was like, okay, it looks like maybe he like got, maybe he like got grazed or something. You know, like, that's what I was thinking. Like maybe it like yeah. grazed him at the top of his head. 
Right. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, I don't fully understand it. You're you're absolutely right. I've never completely understood it, but I I guess I've always just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. I I mean that's all we can do. This yeah. Like yeah. I, I was like, all right, whatever. Like he yeah. did die, so I was like, all right. Whatever. Maybe some. Hey, you can email us if you uh, if you if you know the answer. Do we have an email? Yes, we have two actually because I uh, I made the one and then I signed it. You know, because like I've always had a. Well, I always had a Yahoo, and I went. I made a Yahoo Content Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. Mm. Give us a give us a chat, um, <clears throat> and then like I've been using a Gmail for like my own personal Gmail recently, and so then I was used to typing in Gmail. So then I made the RSS feed and I typed in Gmail, and then I was like, oh fuck! Now I need to go. Hopefully, no one has the Gmail, and so then I went on Gmail, and then nobody had it. So I was like, great. And so I made you. So now we got both. So you can email it at con, uh, emails at contentcrisishotline at gmail.com or contentcrisishotline at yahoo.com. Okay, that's good. So, yeah, that's fun. I got both those too. It's weird. What? Like, like, like Yahoo. I have a Yahoo and a Oh, Gmail. like, say, okay, yeah. And it's like having the Xbox and the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. We both have. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both have both. We both have both. I'm Jesus. hurting my brain right now. This James yeah, no. is not helping. <laughs> yeah, let's. Yeah. Let's tone it down on that. Uh, so do this shot. Merry Christmas. I didn't mean tone it down with Jameson. Have as much as you want. I just meant the confusing talk. Um, so anyhow, what were we saying before that? Uh, yeah. Fuck. We just got done talking about. Oh, I forget. Oh, the, yeah, the Quentin Tarantino shot thing. Yeah. So yeah, if you um, if you know, email us about it. That'd be great to find out. Because we're confused. Because <laughs> we're confused, obviously. It's hard being this dumb, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> somebody's got to do it, and we're here for you. Uh, so yeah, that kind of takes me to the end of my notes, I think. Unless I wrote stuff on the back side of this or anything. No, that's about Pulp Fiction, so... Uh... Can we talk about Hateful Eight for a second? Sure. What did you think of it? I loved it. Who did you think the killer was in the beginning? Because I was absolutely not expecting that. Uh, shit, let me wrap my head back around. Because uh... the dude, the bounty hunter dude, had old girl. Right. And then right. they were drinking, like, coffee or something. Uh-huh. And then he just started, like, throwing blood up, like, all over the place. And I was right. like, yo, bro, what the fuck happened? But, like, I remember because it jumps around, like, of course. like. And then she's, like, laughing at him. And she's just laughing. He throws up all in her face. Oh, I was like, I was like, buddy. That is, like, I would not still be laughing. The first thing I thought of was... <laughs> that fucking Ralphie May thing. Yeah, yeah, he's like that. So wouldn't have been my reaction. So not been my reaction. That's exactly what I thought of. I was like, I poured gasoline all over myself, uh, lit myself on fire like one of those Buddhist monks. Whole yeah. train would smell like fajitas. Yeah, fuck that. I was like, mm, I'm cool. Like I was yeah. like, I can handle like gory shit and like yeah. really raunchy stuff. Like, but that was just like. Like, I was, like, I put myself immediately, like, in her place, and I was, yeah. like, oh, I was, uh, like, oh, no. <laughs> I was, like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, my worst fear, like, today is somebody spitting in my face, and it's, like, and, and they, like, catch me, like, at the right moment where, like, my mouth is kind of no, open. Because, uh, like, yeah. if, if, if you, first of all, if you got enough disrespect to spit in my face, like, I should you shoot you. You don't care where it I goes. I should either. absolutely shoot you. Yeah. But if it, if you get lucky enough. <laughs> where you do decide to be disrespectful and spit in my face and it gets into my mouth. 
I, I promise right now, like, I swear on everything I love, I will go godfather on someone's family. <laughs> like, everybody's dying, including the dog. You raised this piece of shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, no, I liked it a lot. I mean, uh, fuck, what was your... I said, who'd you think? Did you expect the killer to be who the killer was? Like, I didn't know... Uh, no, I, I, I had no I, idea. To could, be honest with you, the first time I watched the movie, I was fucking clueless. I was, I was and very And when they confused. went back and they showed that whole thing, and... From the killer's perspective. Like, I was like, okay, so she knows who it is, because she looked at him and she didn't say anything. She watched him go over and, like, poison the coffee or yeah. whatever. And I was like, alright, so she knows who it is. So she's gotta have some sort of, like, uh, what the fuck are this? Like, a counterpart, an accomplice, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, alright, so it's somebody she knows. I was like... It's either, it's got to either be somebody that she's really close to as far as, like, friends or somebody family-wise. Yeah. Because those are the only two kind of people that I would expect to ever try to, like, rescue someone from that kind of situation. Knowing that they're, like, a criminal. Mm-hmm. And wanted. And they're all criminals, so. Yeah. yeah. It works so out. basically it's like, but I was like, damn. And then when Samuel Jackson got shot in the balls. Yeah, yikes. I was like, there's not a whole lot of things in the world that make me, like, wince. At, like but that was pain, one of them, but that was absolutely fucking one of them. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, that was uh, yeah, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, um, I and then and then, dude, I fucking love. I just love his movies, like the way that you know he like slowly comes up from the trap door and like they're like talking, they have this nice moment, they're smiling, and then he just fucking shoots him in the head, and she's like. Wah! freaks out like what he's like he's taking too long I don't remember what the fuck he said but this shit was funny as hell oh yeah I haven't seen it in a while but yeah it, yeah I just watched it the well and it's time. so long and I you know there's gaps and what I remember so like I don't even remember who actually threw the poison in the coffee Canning Tatum oh so he came up from the basement and he, was he the put one, the poison in yeah, the coffee he was the one that poisoned the coffee and uh, shot Samuel Jackson well I knew I ball. knew that part yeah, he's the one that poisoned the coffee. I thought somebody that was upstairs had to do it for him. Mm-mm. But, okay. He did it when everybody else was distracted with something else that was going on. I don't remember what it was, but I know that he did Sam it. Jackson's character talking about the the Confederate general's son, how he made him suck his dick in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he made the dude mad. And that's because he shot the dude, he right? for the guy, yeah. yeah. Reach yeah. for the gun, and since you know, he was, and then uh, you know, Tim Ross character, and Tim Ross great in that movie too. But he's talking, they're talking about the because Quentin Tarantino then narrates that whole after scene mm. where he's like, Let's go back 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah, he narrates that whole thing. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I, I love that movie. I, I was not angered by it like my dad was. Of course, I didn't go to a theater and watch it. I I uh, watched it during COVID when I yeah, had I was lots say, of spare I was, time. But I was not going to go to the theaters to see it. Of course, I was when it came out. That was, um, I don't know, I want to say, jeez, I'll just type it in real quick. I was going to say, man, IMDb is amazing. Hopefully here, so it's Google. 2015. Yeah, I wasn't like um, as knowledgeable with all the shit as I am at this point, so 
I didn't really know. I, had I been as into all this stuff then as I am now, I probably would have definitely went and saw it. Yeah. Um, the Usual Suspects. That's a great movie. I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm just looking uh, at like all these. The one that's behind you. Oh. Uh, what? The Departed? Great one. Is that one of his movies? No. Oh, it says it's recommended because of Jackie Brown. Okay, that makes sense. That was directed by... I think that was an Oliver's... No, 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 I'm sorry. That was a Scorsese movie. It was a Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. Um, it's got... That's a good one, too. It's got... Jesus Christ, it's got a bunch of fucking people in it that... Yeah, no, that's... I actually that's admire a, actor. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a fantastic movie. That's on Netflix. Yeah, I've, I watched it before. I watched uh, it with uh, Adrian forever ago. Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a really good actor. He, yeah, he's great in that. He's um, a really good actor. Yeah. Um, we should probably wrap this up because we covered uh, Reservoir Dogs and um, a variety of other things. Yeah. <laughs> that. Fucking rabbit hole. Um, oh, shit. Where's my... There we go. Uh, my end notes. Uh, I wrote... Okay, so... Uh, Hancock is coming soon. I think we're going to do that. Okay. Uh, Dakota said he's watching it this week. What's so that? if you want, yeah. He's he's never seen it. No, rewatching. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I thought all, what I heard you say was Will Smith. Yeah, I like, thought you like said. that's. I okay. Oh, you, you did you say talking Will Smith. about like a, I did say Will Smith. Okay. I just all didn't right. know if you were talking about something like yeah. like a different movie or something. Oh, okay. Like, no, he's Dakota has seen it. He's just yeah. Gonna I'm gonna rewatch it. Um, I mean, you've seen it. If you want to show up and not watch it, that's fine. Uh, if As you I wanna, would probably do. If you want to show up, that'd be great. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what my schedule looks like. On Thursday night. On that Thursday standing night. appointment, Thursday night, we record. That should be fine. I could probably just come straight over after work. I just don't want to go home and get comfortable, like sit down. Yeah. I'd rather just come straight over here after I get off work. Yeah, that's fine. And then if I got to work on Friday, then I'll just try not to... Yeah, late. we don't want to do it extremely late because like Dakota always works Friday and then I work Monday through Friday, so like I I'm gonna get up too. So peasants. Yeah, you know us peasants working on Friday. Monday um, through Thursday, four days a week. I'd love to. Four tens is better than five eights. I will I will say that. If I had an option, believe me, I would do it. I wish most companies um, But um so yeah, Hancock would probably be our next one. Um as well as we'll get to Pulp Fiction eventually. Yep. And then for the month of October, it's going to be a Rob Zombie Halloween. So I think we'll do Halloween 1 and 2, the Rob Zombie ones. Okay. House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Okay, I've only seen one and, of those. Well, I haven't seen the, the two that aren't the Halloween ones. I have not seen all of those except for Devil's Rejects. Okay. And apparently it's based off of like a true story. Okay. Kind of like the whole like Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing. Right. Like that's supposed to be based off a true story. Which okay. actually is like scary as fuck to think about. But right. people are fucking psychopaths. Yeah, no, yeah. Um also I think we should talk about one day we should talk about Ted Bundy. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. I did you watch the one on Netflix? Yeah, that movie. With Zach Efron? Yeah, yeah. 
He looked so much like Ted Bundy in that movie. It was insane. And he was a way better actor than I expected him to be. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. And that one, phenomenal. I was, yeah, I was very impressed. But that movie, that, that dude is like... Yeah. Like, I, that's, that, I use him as a polite way to tell girls they're dumb. <laughs> like I'm like yeah Ted Bundy would have loved you like that's, Ted that, Bundy that, would have loved you that's, that's what it, that's what I say like some girls I know are just like everything's just right over the top of the head and it's just I'm like sweetheart you're so innocent I love it but right. bless your heart like Ted Bundy would have been Ted Bundy he would have fucking loved you like he would have had sex with your lifeless body for hours yeah and he would have um, came back probably fucked your <laughs> skull a few times <laughs> that's so fucked up um anyway Sorry. Uh, i don't know how to continue from yes. there uh, I, I, I personally thought that was a very good insult no it's good it's very good i just it it's derails creative. things because i don't know where to, you know i was like on a you know, i was going through somewhat of an agenda here and like now i'm like it was creative like, well yeah. good night no. yeah yeah i know right um oh I'm sorry, I do typically provide where people can watch. Uh, I, I'm trying to provide where people can watch the uh, things Stuff. we discuss for free. Um, Reservoir Dogs, you can watch on HBO Max. Um, other than that, I think you're pretty much fucked uh, if you want to watch it for free. So if you don't have HBO Max, which I don't, I don't understand. What are you going to do? Spend your whole check on streaming every month? I understand. Um cocaine and hookers yeah um as far as the future stuff i don't know where you can want oh i should look at see you can never can prepare too much are we talking about the october stuff yeah or you can look those up where can i watch hancock well first that i really want to say that was on netflix right now you can watch hancock on amazon prime or hulu plus okay where can I watch uh, Pulp Fiction? Uh, looks like you shit out of luck on Pulp Fiction. You might have to rent it somewhere. Or it used it. to be on Netflix. It's not on here anymore. It's but um, you got Django and The Hateful Eight on Netflix. So you might have to nut up and run it if you want to watch it. If you don't want to watch it, you just want to listen to us talk about it. That's fine too. It says you can get it on Fubo with a subscription. Uh, I've never really. I we didn't talk about Fubo. I didn't. I've never really known about that. I don't know what it is. Um, where can I watch Rob Zombie's Halloween? Halloween Rob Zombies 2007 remake of John Carver's classic is currently streaming on Fubo. Um, so there's that. And then, uh, but here's the other thing. House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects is available on uh, Voodoo TV. I did look that one up already. Um, so you can find those two movies on Voodoo TV. And that one is 100% free. Uh, but you do have to put up with ads, which, you know, what are you going to do, right? There's a cost to watching it for free. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yo, real quick, have you ever watched the show Altered Carbon on Netflix? Uh, no. It's really good. Okay. Uh, Joel Kinnaman. 
he was in Suicide Squad. He was the military dude in Suicide Squad. Okay. That, like, led the squad. He's in it, and he plays the main character. But it's a really good show. It's like a, it takes place in the future. I can't really explain it. Right. Just, I would rather you just watch it. Yeah. Okay. I, it's definitely better than Manifest. <laughs> I don't. They, that's not saying much, to be honest with it's you. It's way buddy. better. It's way better. Than uh, it's, it's sorry if you like Manifest, but that's just my opinion on it. We're actually not sorry. Uh, but the second season of Altered Carbon, Anthony Mackie plays the main character. Oh, really? Okay. So Anthony Mackie did a really good job in it. I okay. do like how he has progressed as an actor as well. All right. Well, then there's that, too. So, like I said, what's coming up? Hancock, Pulp Fiction in October. Oh, and the other thing I was thinking about in October is Halloween Kills comes out October 15th, which is, um, you know, how they remade. Or, no, they didn't remake anything. I'm sorry. Um, there was a Michael Myers movie that came out in 2018. Do you remember that? What was it called? It was just called Halloween. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because that was... Yeah, that one came out in 2018. So, same characters and everything. Um, and what's her face? Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, who was the Jamie girl in uh, the original yeah. 74 John Carpenter Halloween. So, there were many Halloween movies made after that. So many goddamn Halloween movies. Um, so basically, what they did with that Halloween was they acted as if... They're already talking about... Okay, so Halloween Kills is the one you're talking about, right? Uh-huh. comes out this year. Yeah, October fifteenth. Already talking about another one. Halloween ends twenty twenty two. Yeah, so they they it's signed like, a three movie deal basically. So it was that one that was made in two thousand eighteen, and then Halloween gracious. kills and Halloween ends. So, um, yeah, basically what they did was they acted as if none of those other movies were made <laughs> after the nineteen seventy four one. Yeah, <laughs> excuse me, and um, so now they're making uh, so they made that two thousand eighteen one, and then. As if the other ones hadn't been made, and then it's Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Um, I was I did like the most recent Halloween movie um, that I came out. Um, yeah, no, I'm just. I mean, people care about me too. I I just didn't I didn't watch. No, no, I know any of the just, old ones. Actually, no, I've seen bits and pieces of the old ones. Um, just, yeah, the first one I think you can watch for free somewhere. Uh, but what I mean, what I was gonna say was I think I thought we could do a cool thing where we go see the movie and then maybe come, come back, back here one night and talk about it. I think if we go see it, we should just come back here and talk about it. Immediately. That's what I yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. It's like we go see it and just come back here that night and just you know give our opinion or whatever and um you know hopefully it's not. I mean it, I I'm, it's probably too much to ask for you guys to watch those other movies between now and then, but all the on top movies. of all the other. No, 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 just the 2018 one and the 1974 one. Oh, um, I mean, as long as I can find them, I can watch them. Yeah, you shouldn't have much trouble with it. But, okay, so we've gone on way too long. You're probably all sick of us, the hour 23. But, uh, yeah, email us, uh, hotline at yahoo.com or gmail.com. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, see ya. <laughs>